0: Hello everyone, welcome back. It's another episode of The Philosopher's Stoned. Isn't that nice?
1: What's going That's on, Sam? Great. That's just uh, I'm I'm doing well. I'm sitting here. I'm drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. What time is it over there? You're you're out of your goddamn mind. What is it's like five
0: o'clock there.
1: I gotta get the brain rolling for this for this episode. I fire uh, cylinders.
0: I uh I just. I took a, uh, well, I've been drinking coffee this morning, but uh, to drink coffee so late in the day is literally, not that I sleep anyways, but it's like, whew, that's pretty bad for me. I I think I'm super sensitive to caffeine. Really? Yeah. I don't think I should drink. I'm one of those people that if I drink past noon, I pay the price at night.
1: Mm. Pay the, the piper.
0: Pay the piper, I did, however, just take a micro dose of mushrooms <laughs> so we'll right see now, how <laughs> I took it like an hour and a half ago um mm-hmm. but it's a really small dose it's meant to, it's meant for uh for being able to do stuff as well um but yeah man my yeah. The sleep is always a challenge for me, but my restless leg syndrome i've done doing a lot of research on it affects only about two percent of the population and it's a hereditary thing it's my curse my familial curse is restless leg syndrome because i know my dad has struggled with it his whole life and i know my brother struggles with it so that's our curse is real bad restless legs and all of the resources that i have looked up there's no real cure for it they don't really even know what it is they 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 know it's they think it's a cousin as much as something could be a cousin in the disease world of Parkinson's. RLS syndrome. Hmm. Uh, it's sort of like the
1: hound of the Bask like the curse of the Baskervilles, except you have a twitchy leg.
0: <laughs> what's the curse of the Basker Baskervilles?
1: Everyone in their family is like haunted by a evil hound that kills them when they're out on the on the moors at night. Uh.
0: Honestly, that sounds preferable in a lot of of nights. A lot of nights I'd rather be being chased by a hound than just rolling around in my bed. Okay, it's called Willis-Eckbaum disease. I'm not officially diagnosed or anything, but I have the exact symptoms. Um a condition characterized by a nearly irresistible urge to move the legs, typically in the evenings. Restless leg syndrome typically typically occurs while sitting or lying down and generally worsens with age. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so for me, it sounds, it feels like a, like almost a low voltage electrical current is going through my, mostly my thighs is the problem. Yeah. And so everywhere I looked up, it says magnesium, you're magnesium deficient. You got to get more magnesium in you. So I went and bought a bottle of magnesium and I've been taking it every day for the last couple of weeks and it has made it way, way worse. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like way worse. Like usually I only get the symptoms at night, but like the last week I've been having him all day cranked to 10. Like I literally feel like if I'm not running, I'm in like discomfort.
1: Maybe this is your time to get into cardio. (laughs) I've been doing treadmill. I've
0: been going on the treadmill for an hour uh, a couple times a week. And I was hoping that would like help. But it doesn't help. I still get the symptoms every night. So I stopped taking the magnesium a couple yesterday or two days ago. And already like it's way better. So I don't know what this magnesium fake news propaganda this is big mag big mag trying to take advantage of me
1: and my people yeah i would go to it before you start taking supplements like that in big quantities i would definitely get a doctor's opinion
0: i've gone to the doctor probably four or five times for this like a, hmm. and they usually they need give to me refer a,
1: you to a specialist probably
0: they usually give me gabapentin which is like a sedative um but the problem with gabapentin is if I take it and I still don't sleep, I am like an absolute zombie in the morning.
1: Yeah, I think you need a specialist because they probably don't know what's going on because it's like this weird neurological, genetic thing, super complicated, probably. Probably. He's walking clinics. They don't. They don't have any fucking idea. No, they're, <laughs> you're just you're just
0: another guy on the assembly line. There. Just, yeah. Here, take yeah. this. Get the fuck Here's out. The sedative.
1: The cat <laughs> tranquilizer. Yeah.
0: yeah um so i don't know i've been prescribed a few different things for my sleep issues uh i was given ativan for a while that apparently another doctor was like oh that's pretty intense for just not being able to to sleep at night so stop taking that i don't
1: know whatever find a specialist to to take a look
0: i need to find someone with a certain set of skills
1: or bring back disco saturday night fever
0: you think that's what my I'm not dancing enough?
1: That's that twitch you get in your leg at night. That's like the twitch that leads you out to the disco. <laughs> oh, <but.
0: it's, laughs> yeah, it happens. funnily enough, it's at 120 BPM every time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best I solution I've found down. is uh doing a wall sit. That's the that's the best. That's the uh, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's really been fucking with me this week and uh I'm quite pissed about it. On other news, I made my I made homemade chicken pot pie last
1: night. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah, not so. And by homemade, you don't mean you microwaved it. You no, from scratch. Okay, the
0: only thing that wasn't homemade was the crust. I bought that, but everything uh, else was homemade. Very good. <laughs> Down to the chicken broth, my wife made a killer chicken broth. Oh, very good. So you know when you use the real broth, not the store bought stuff, you get all that collagen in
1: there, and it makes it nice and Mm -hmm. creamy, mate. Yeah, I I would say the crust is probably easier to make than the broth from scratch.
0: Well, I'm sure it takes a lot less time. The broth, you kind of just need a chicken carcass and some veggies, and chuck it in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pastry is
1: extremely simple. It's literally flour, cold water. And lard, or shortening. Hmm. And you just mix it all together, and there you go. Got yourself a pastry. And
0: in any in any proportions, any of the ratios don't matter at all there? No, 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 no. The
1: ratios matter, but they're they're simple ratios. It's basically like a bunch of flour, a big block of lard, <laughs> and some water. <laughs> big block of lard. Well, I'll just take an ice cream scroop
0: to my stupid stomach. Uh, anyways uh what else exciting anything else exciting i should have an album out soon called salty i think i've i think i've made the album artwork i'm just waiting on a on a confirmation from the from the record label there but uh i made the album artwork and i think i'm happy with it and i believe the whole thing will be out in the next couple of months maybe I've uh, been given a release you, you date. You did yet. the album right yourself. I did, yes.
1: Uh, Renaissance, mate.
0: Well, I have yeah. been doing a lot of graphic designing the last year and a half, so I figured why not give it a shot myself. And I did tell <laughs> them if, they, if it wasn't up to snuff, they can do it there.
1: Did you collect a fee for that, like a an artist's fee?
0: Uh no. I think I just owe them less money. <laughs> Oh, they
1: would have charged you or taken a cut if they had to pay someone to design the...
0: Well, I think it would get added. Here's how it works is for the bit for... uh, I don't know if I can discuss the intricacies of the deal, but basically... Don't do that. Don't do that. They invest money to get this thing made and then they recoup their money on the back end. So uh, Mm. they're taking all the risk. It all makes sense,
1: business. It all makes sense now. Yes.
0: They take all the (laughs) risk Uh, but they take, they make their money back and then, yeah, after they get their money back, I get more of a, more, a bigger slice of the pie Mm.
1: that way. sounds to me like they take virtually no risk. Why? Like you, you create the product, you manufacture the product. Uh, they don't have to produce lots of copies of it. I mean, what do they have to do? They have a platform
0: they made it they got the production done that remember this is a film special as well okay that's lots of kids they had to fly in a bunch of kids no not didn't fly in but they had to get a film crew from edmonton and coming out they had to put them up in hotels they had to rent a bunch of equipment a bunch of lighting multiple cameras then you got to go and do it put in all the time and editing color grading so a lot of it was done and then there's the mastering of the audio and everything. They gotta pay someone to do that. So it's not it's not All right. it's not a huge overhead, <laughs> but it is something. More than I could afford to do myself.
1: <laughs> okay, I take it back.
0: Yeah. Take it back, you dumb bitch.
1: I'm sorry. I'm um, so so sorry. The point
0: <laughs> being is that I might have saved a tiny bit of money that I would have to a little piece of the pie remains in my pocket because I didn't uh, have
1: no pie. Nice, yeah.
0: A little <laughs> bit of my chicken pot pie. Uh, what else I have I spilt a little coffee on my cat today, and it's hard to get out of her fur?
1: <laughs> coffee cat.
0: Yeah. So, wow. I'm sure this was riveting stuff for our listeners. Uh, anything exciting on your end? Any big shows coming up?
1: Uh, um, no, nothing coming up. I did a. I did, like, a Valentine's-themed show on Monday uh, called The Heartbreak, Mike. That was fun. How did that go? That was fun. There was not a lot of people there, um, but it was fun. It was, like, a intimate little thing. That was nice. Um, and then I did another – I did a open mic on Valentine's Day. That was good. There are five comics and no audience. <laughs> oh, jeez. Rough. So, y'all just <laughs> – did a set for each other. That are there fun. any
0: like legitimately well attended open mics in Toronto? Mm, I feel like we're spoiling. Like,
1: cool. uh, yeah, no show up go up is well attended, but uh, there's some amateur nights, like pre booked amateur nights at Yucks uh, and stuff that are well attended.
0: Last uh, week at Dakota, at uh, our open mic, none of the comedians could even sit in the room. There's literally just packed in there. It's beautiful. It was awesome, Beautiful but thing. it's also like, okay, well, I'll just—I I'll guess I'll go up and then go home instead of sitting in this hallway.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It affects yeah. the hangout, but it's still amazing to sell yes. out an open mic.
0: Oh, it's better than going there and there being, you know, no one there, and then you don't know if any of it. It's hard to judge whether your new material is good unless you can try it on like a well-attended show a few times. Indeed. Uh huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, shall we jump into the, yes, the thing for today? For
0: sure. We've already had several of our listeners click out of this because they don't give a shit. Let's go. Let's get into the philosophy.
1: All right. Well, okay, we got an email at the
0: end. Can you remind me about with an, e- an email at the end if you can? Yeah. I'll try and remember, but.
1: I'm going to uh, write a note in my book right now. Remind I'm writing
0: a note. Email.
1: E- email. <laughs> Strong bad email yeah, strong man. Uh, okay, yeah. So the topic today. I'm trying to think of some sort of segue. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, if only, well, if only there was like a a godlike figure who could heal your twitchy leg. If only ye had faith.
0: <laughs> and I would have faith if he healed it. So it's weird how um. that works. <laughs>
1: yeah um <laughs> just rearrange
0: yeah. that the order of operations there you'd have a shit ton more followers
1: hey a wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign but no sign shall be given to it except the sign of jonah how'd you like that
0: wow you pulled that you pulled that out of nowhere <laughs> too holy crap <laughs> Yeah, um, that's,
1: uh, that's the topic for today uh philosophy of religion ah, it's, about time. Of favorite, it's about time one of
0: my favorite subjects <laughs> So let me get this straight. The the people that need proof of God the most will be the ones that the only proof they get is their, is
1: punishment for their sins. Um, oh, like what? what's the meaning of that, that yeah. verse? Yeah, so that's in response to, I believe that is in response to the Pharisees asking Jesus for some proof that he is the son of God. Like, show us some proof. Mm-hmm. And... That's what he says is a wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign. Um, And the point of that is, yeah, like you need to have faith. I believe that is the point that uh, you should not ask God for proof.
0: Yeah. It's just, it seems a bit cruel to set it up that way. (laughs) That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh yeah. To, to uh, require, uh, require faith.
0: Hmm. I'll give you no hard evidence, but I still need you to believe it, or else you're going to hell.
1: Hmm. It's tough, but maybe, maybe that's uh, maybe that's just the way God likes it. Like,
0: I think it is the way He likes it.
1: Yeah. It seems a little toxic. Seems a little toxic. It doesn't. It
0: seems like an abusive relationship. <laughs> yeah. Very I mean, abusive. I have all this power to ease everyone. Everyone in the whole world could be happy uh, with just a. A whisper of my willow. But instead, I want you guys to, despite all the evidence going against this, I want you to push past that and believe in young earth <laughs> Christianity, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> sure, all the geological evidence will point to something completely different, but I just don't care. That's me testing you. you know I, mean? I love testing people. Testing people is my favorite thing to do, especially when they <laughs> fail and then they burn for eternity. That's that's just how I get my rocks. And it's boring. I've been around for a long time and I've decided to just I'm. he's basically like a cosmic level jigsaw <laughs> killer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
1: We are in like a trap. We are in a jigsaw trap here. We
0: are in a jigsaw (laughs) trap and he's claiming he's trying to make us better people.
1: He's our life coach. God's our (laughs) life coach. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, how could we, is there any way you could be charitable that like you could argue to be charitable to it that, uh, I mean, even being charitable to it, you kind of have to take away. I feel like a bit of, the goodness of God, you got to take away a little bit of it because it is a challenge like that many would fail.
0: It just, it's, it's just, you cannot say he's an all like every, like If he's really so loving and compassionate, like, like I, like I'm sure that, I mean, this has been done to death, obviously, because it's such an obvious flaw in the, in the belief system, but it's like, what justification is there for the starving child in the slums of India? What justification is there, possibly, for that in God's mm-hmm.
1: eyes? Well, there is there is like a, a defense to that. Hit um, me. This is called the the greater good defense.
0: Boo! The greater good,
1: the greater good.
0: Now, when you say this defense, I want you to say it into the starving eyes of a child in India, in the Indian. <laughs> okay, make sure you All have right. that person. You're not saying uh, it totally to me. Yet. You're saying it to that child. Who hasn't right, eaten I'm, in weeks and all all they know is pain?
1: All right, I'm holding that image in my mind. Okay, um, say it right to or, him, or better yet, I can look up a picture of that starving kid and the vulture from Ethiopia.
0: Something tells me that kid's not listening to anything. anymore. You'll <laughs> be talking mostly to the vulture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who would outrightly
1: agree with you, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, here's here's the defense. Um, this is Surprised kanye didn't use that picture on his new album oh he would he would have (laughs) if it occurred to him if he had seen it the day they were doing the album cover he would have definitely sent that in high high importance email this is the one (laughs) well
0: kanye if you're listening i'm pretty good at photoshop now
1: The picture might be copyrighted cuz it is a famous like Pulitzer prize winning picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's got
0: all the all the copyrights and everything.
1: Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so the, the this is related to free will, but uh here's the uh, the idea. Um the reason that there is some evil in the world is because it's necessary for there to be some evil for a greater good to come about. So why? Well, here, here's the, the answer. Um, we are all these free creatures, free beings, mm-hmm. and our, our freely chosen actions have an effect on each other's welfare. And the only way that we can be genuinely good to each other is if there's a real possibility that we could harm each other so the existence of good can only good can only coexist with the possibility of harm. Right. And so there has to be allowed some evil into the equation uh, to allow us to have the capacity to be good. You
0: hear that starving child? You <laughs> without you there can be good happening in the other parts of the world. So yeah. <laughs> Rejoice in your situation because you're actually a servant of God right now. You starving to death and never knowing any happiness has allowed some white kid in North America to experience joy for their entire life. Okay, so,
1: no, 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 it's not it's not necessarily That's not necessarily what it means. What oh. it means is the 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 child, there has to be a possibility that some children will starve so that other people can be good to them.
0: Okay. So the possibility- If no one ever
1: like, suffered, then there would be no, we wouldn't be able to be good to each other. Because if you're never, uh, there's never any, uh, well, I guess you could improve things, but if there's no, you can't alleviate any pain if there's no evil.
0: Oh, I see. So it's like a doctor being like, "I need people to be sick, or else sick, or else I'll be out of a job, and that'll suck."
1: Well, it's it's more like for you to do something good, there has to be something bad that exists for you to do the goodness too to correct it.
0: Do you think it's a moral decision to create this scenario?
1: Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like this is all assuming we're in some sort of divine game um and maybe when you get out of it it's like it's like oh now i get it now i now i understand why i went through all that shit
0: now i get it that's the only way people can rationalize their own suffering
1: uh with this like religious explanation yes yeah Yeah.
0: it just seems odd that this System that was set up by someone who's supposed to be pretty freaking competent, the all-knowing God,
1: <laughs> yeah, has, a allo-
0: has created a system that has allowed an extreme amount of evil and suffering.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, there's, there's really some explanation needs, for that. Did
0: yeah. we really need so much of the evil and bad and suffering to to get the goodness yeah. part?
1: Yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, and again, it's just uh, it all. So you got to have faith. You just got to have faith. <laughs> you
0: just got to have faith. Boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. What's, what band is that? I think it's a
1: fair point that uh, I is can't that, remember. It's BAM
0: or Wham or something?
1: Yeah, maybe. They Wham, should Bam. do a
0: concert <laughs> in the slums of Mumbai. Yeah,
1: you got to have faith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, how about those Super Bowl commercials? Eh? That was that was pretty funny. I didn't see the actual ads, but I did hear that they I didn't spent see them either. twenty million dollars on those on those spots.
0: I think the <laughs> ads we get in Canada are different than the yeah, ones I think so. But I wasn't even watching the commercials this time, honestly. Once there's children in the room, they pretty much get all the attention. Like I don't mm-hmm. think anyone I was with was watching the game even.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the the omniscience thing you mentioned that is a good point, right? God knows everything. Um, mm-hmm. we can sort of transition away from the, the problem of evil. Uh okay. even I think it still is interesting. We'll probably talk more about it even. Uh that maybe there is too much evil, like just because there's so much evil, it's like it's not like it's you can just go and correct all of it. Um yeah, well anyway. it's like <laughs> it's,
0: is is there a fifty fifty split of evil and good all the time?
1: No. They're supposed to be according to uh Taoism. That's the ideal.
0: <laughs> That's what we are aiming for.
1: 50 50 balance. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. That's the yin yang symbol, right? That's what that means. Is that good and evil? I believe so. Or maybe not, maybe not necessarily good and evil, but maybe like chaos and order. I think maybe is more.
0: That is a better choice of words. I feel like sometimes <laughs> chaos is good. I feel like
1: Chaotic. it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. It could be good, could be bad. It's chaos. You never know.
0: Chaos is the birthplace <laughs> of new
1: ideas. True. Change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, yeah, so this omniscience thing, right? You said God is supposed to know everything. And this is related to free will, because if God knows what you will do, if God is omniscient, mm-hmm. knows all, every state of affairs that could ever up, that will ever obtain, God knows exactly what will be involved in that state of affairs.
0: Is that Could the claim think? the Bible makes? I don't even know
1: if that's something that I was just told. No, it's or... uh, Well, I don't know. I don't know if the Bible, I think it says like all knowing and that kind of thing, but we're just, we're not necessarily talking about the Christian God. We're talking about the concept of a God of an omniscient God. being. I see. So if there is an omniscient being that knows everything, about the past, everything about the future, including everything that you will do in your life, does it even make sense to say that we have free will is an omniscient? an omniscient god mean we just don't have free will because they know everything we're going to do. And if they know everything we're going to do, could we possibly do anything freely? If we just have to, we have our future, it's going to be this. I that can't be the case. D- Cuz then we
0: don't really have free will. If there's if it's already been laid out, if the plans already been uh signed Someone off knows on knows
1: everything you're going to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So then what what is it then it's not free will.
1: Yeah uh there's like a couple there's a couple rejoinders to that uh one could be they we could deny that god knows what we're gonna do not omniscient or could Mm -hmm. be omniscient about everything except freely taken actions
0: maybe he's Um, omniscient about everything that's happening currently but cannot predict the future that would make way more sense to me Mm-hmm. So then he wouldn't have yeah. wasted all of his time with like, cause he already knew he was, if We're going back to the biblical God for a second here, he would have already known he was going to have to flood the earth. Like shortly after his first attempt at humanity.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. would just be like, why am I even bothering doing this wrong yeah. on purpose?
0: <laughs> Don't worry. You're all going to be flooded to death soon. So, but keep on doing what you're doing. Um, yeah.
1: I'm just making you guys go through this so that people in the future can read about you and learn
0: <laughs> from like your mistakes. The, the God of the Bible <laughs> is clearly not infallible or omniscient.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. And I feel like God becomes a lot more interesting as a character if there are like things he doesn't know, like Yeah. I'm, I'm
0: way more on the side of a God who just is kind of making it up as he goes and is making a bunch of mistakes, but trying to re- rectify them as best he can. But sometimes the remedy is not the best. And he's like, Ooh, did I, like was sacrificing my own son really the best. It doesn't seem to actually have fixed anything. Uh, like I'm way more sympathetic with that character than the guy who's apparently knows everything and all, and is always good and is never bad and never makes mistakes like that guy is an asshole then if that's the case
1: right yeah Uh, i guess if yeah if if people talk about having like a personal relationship with god could you really have a personal relationship with someone who knows your future that you don't know there's a pretty big power imbalance there yeah it would not be a healthy
0: (laughs) relationship (laughs) That's what I'm saying is like, if there is a God, that's like, all right, this is his first attempt at making life. It has not gone to plan. He's had to do a complete screen wipe once already. Um, He had to wipe out a portion of Europe with the plague because that got (laughs) out of hand. And now he's just like trying to get this thing back on. Maybe he's got a boss somewhere who's like wagging his finger at him. Like, Jesus, what happened to your planet? I only gave you one planet everybody else in my squad has like six or seven planets they're running and you can barely handle this one planet. And then God's like, ah, it's my first one. I'm sorry. I didn't really pay attention to this part in God's school. And that kid, that's a guy that I can be like, Hey man, I am on your side. I know it's, this can't be easy. You are making mistakes. There's a lot of evil still in the world, but you're trying your best and I can respect that.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's the principal of God School? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, Mr. Chalmers. But, yeah. <laughs> Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: but uh, yeah, that's what I think is happening. I think that we got uh, we're dealing with a bit of
1: incompetency here. Mm-hmm. Well, there there is a there is even a reply to the the omniscient God who knows everything that you're going to do. And that's uh, compatibilism. I don't know if you remember compatibilism, but no. basically compatibilism defines freedom as, as long as you do what you want to do without being impeded, you're, you're acting freely. And so yeah. that is consistent with someone who knows because they will know everything that you will do, and as long as the things that you, as long as you are wanting to do those things, they are, they are free. So that's, that's a reply, but there's a pretty devastating counter-objection to that reply, which is, if God knows everything, then they also know everything that you're going to want to do, and so you're not going to be able to choose what you want to do. You could not have wanted otherwise to do than as you did. And if, if the ability to have done otherwise is important to our concept of freedom, then even if you wanted to do it, it's still not free because you could not have done otherwise. Exactly. Could not have even wanted otherwise.
0: I don't see any logical argument where someone can know everything you're going to do in life and you still maintain any sort of free will. That makes any sense? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah so it seems like if if you want to say like if you want to have free will and religion, you have to limit God's knowledge a little bit that's interesting very interesting uh let's let's look at another this is another aspect of the concept of a of a god, and that is eternity we've talked about this on other ones um, how Like, for example, if there's an afterlife, what is time like in that afterlife? And that might depend a little bit on if there is some sort of divine being, what's their relationship with time? And there's two interesting uh, distinctions. One you could call, uh, I guess, omnipresent. Mm -hmm. And that is exists at all times simultaneously, past, present, future. And in all places as well. And then there's another one that could be called like everlasting, which is just no beginning or end, but doesn't exist in all time simultaneously.
0: I think that second one makes more sense to me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Why do you think so?
0: Um, Just the idea of something being everywhere all at once is just not, it doesn't make any sense to me. It makes less sense than something being in existence forever. That still doesn't make sense, but it makes more sense than something being everywhere all at once.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that movie that won Best Picture.
0: Yes, excellent. Movie.
1: <laughs> Everything everywhere all at once. Um, yeah, here, here's a good a good uh, take on that. If God is at the when they finished making the pyramids, God's there, and then maybe God's also listening to this podcast. Are they happening at the same time? No. No. no, they're not. <laughs> what if you were a 4D being outside of time? <laughs> yeah, that's it that works. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um
0: I I I was watching this YouTube video on the nature of time and uh because of like the way space-time works and gravitation. And everything, this is me talking way out of my depth yet again, but, um, there was theories that like everything is happening all at once, like everything that has happened and will happen and is happening now is all occurring simultaneously. Mm -hmm. That was one theory. Um, but the thing that makes more sense is that there is a base level of present that you can get to. Like time definitely moves a lot more slowly and speeds up depending on your you know mass or speed but there is there is a limit to the how far back something is you know what i mean or how far forward something is from you
1: mm-hmm, from the- you Yes. yes so from your frame of reference so
0: there might be something that is from my frame of reference there's a, there's somewhere else in the universe where time is moving extremely slowly and then there's another time there's somewhere else in the universe right now where it's moving extremely fast but within those parameters you can only go so far back and so far for, forward time wise you know what i mean yes
1: yes and furthermore and also all of those times are just from your particular frame of reference. Right. Everyone has their own frame of reference and there is mm-hmm. no simultaneity across all these different frames of reference. Yes. So there so, is no there is no omnipresent present across the whole universe.
0: No. There is no
1: base present,
0: but there is a range of presents that are actually occurring. Mm-hmm. that makes any sense at all
1: (laughs) barely i just know the fact that there's no simultaneous now across the universe it doesn't make sense to me but i accept it because i mean it it kind of makes sense but it's it's one of those things that makes sense on paper but it's also like kind of baffling when you think about it Mm -hmm. yeah but uh even so still very interesting um here's one thought uh this is from saint augustine and this is one reason why you might take the more crazy position of omnipresence, etern- eternalness everywhere all at once. Uh, St. Augustine says, quote, so that of those things which emerge in time, the future indeed are not yet, and the present are now, and the past no longer are. But all of these are by him comprehended in his stable and eternal presence. So this explains because God is outside of time this explains why God doesn't uh, ever change is perfect can't be made bad can't go out of existence or anything like that and well, it might sounds
0: great for him, uh, <laughs> but great it, might, for him.
1: It, it it might be a way to get around the freedom and the knowledge thing um Because I'm not really sure I I quite understand how Augustine gets that. Uh, Like why does it, I don't quite get how being outside of, God's being outside of time and knowing what the future is gets us out of that problem of knowing everything that we're going to do for the rest of our lives. That's a tricky one. I'm not sure I can see it.
0: He has to be a fourth dimensional creature for anything that makes sense.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, or whatever, whatever it means to be outside of time.
0: I think that if we're going to go, if there is a God, assuming there is, he's a fourth dimensional being, he's a juvenile in their world, <laughs> right? I'm getting like maybe he's 10. He's like equivalent to one of their 10-year-olds. Right? <laughs> That's what we're dealing with here.
1: Yeah, this sounds this this is, reminds me a lot of uh uh that Stephen King book Under the Dome. Spoilers uh, for Under the Dome. Did you, started, did you ever read that?
0: I started reading that years ago, but I never finished it.
1: Yeah, that that book basically is like like the premise is like this there's like this invisible dome that mm-hmm. covers this town it's like an invisible force field bubble like nothing can get in or out of the town at all they made a tv show about it do you know that i i did know they made a tv show about it didn't watch it me neither uh, yeah but uh, in the book basically spoilers um it turns out that the dome is basically put there by the weird like these weird god-like beings um who are just like uh just like how we would put a, a dome over a fly or a couple flies to watch them fight or something. Right. As we always do. Yeah. Um, that's, that's that's the outcome of the story is godlike beings just wanted to watch them fight each other.
0: See, that's exactly <laughs> what a, like an eight-year-old boy would do. That's what I did. Yeah. I, yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I made yeah. insects kill each other all the time. Oh, I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> Magnifying glass
0: done terrible things to insects in my younger years uh,
1: think about yeah like the magnifying glass like killing yeah. I, I used to kill ants with magnifying glasses and with the sunlight oh, yeah. i used to imagine aliens of doing that to earth, like a giant uh i think there's a simpsons episode where mr Burns builds like a giant magnifying glass to try and blow up uh springfield
0: yeah like i used to throw bugs into ant hills <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of letting nature take its course, but I definitely had uh, intervened in that giant beetle's life in a way that it cannot be <laughs> undone.
1: Yeah, so that's like that's definitely um that's definitely a possibility. Now we're getting into an interesting area, which is called uh, Gnosticism, and this is have you ever heard of Gnosticism?
0: I th- I have heard the word before. Yes.
1: Yeah, so Gnosticism uh, came about around the same time as Christianity, and it's not super well understood because most of the sources about it are people who are writing against the Gnostics, Mm. and they would write things like the Gnostics like eat babies at communion and things like that. so (laughs) that's
0: that's been a go-to uh dehumanizing thing for a long time they eat
1: babies babies yeah Yeah. i mean that's the most monstrous thing you can imagine right eating a human baby yeah i mean serve up the the eggs as long as there's no actual chicken in them but
0: yeah i mean (laughs) some people eat the placenta after birth so that's pretty Uh. gross yeah, but nice. yeah. I mean, if you were going to go down the list of most horrific things you could do against your fellow man,
1: eating a, a newborn is pretty bad. <laughs> it is definitely the go to to, uh, yeah, accuse your enemies of being demonic. Is in some way they eat babies or children or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so anyway, the Gnostics, what did they believe? Uh, they had some interesting beliefs that diverged from what became Christianity, like the mainstream version. Mhm. And these included a the idea that the human soul exists after death and while it's in earth it's sort of like trapped in a body prison. Like your body is kind of like a prison that has all these evil desires and stuff and your soul is pure, it's your essence and after you die, it continues on and mm-hmm. leaves your, your body, prison. Um, they also had, which is like, again, contrary, which if you think about it, is totally against um, the Old Testament idea. We're made in the image of God, that kind of thing. Totally against that. It says our body is a, a trap. A a, a jigsaw trap. (laughs) Yes. Our body is the trap. That seems more real to me than I, than your body fails you every day. Yeah. So the Gnostics say that our body's like a trap. Uh, And it's like a test to imprison our soul and prevent us from achieving our soul's true potential. And then they also have another really like radically heretic idea. And this was that the, the God of the Old Testament is not actually the real God. It's a demonic entity called the Demiurge that created Earth as a prison for us to deceive us.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah. And Jesus is sent from the true God, which is the Monad. It's called the Monad. Oh. (laughs) And the, the Monad sends Jesus to... Break the the spell of the demiurge to help us wake up from its its tricks. For example, these tricks that uh, like our body is a good thing. Um, actually, no, 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 the body is a bad thing. You've been tricked by the demiurge um, to do that. So that's that's Gnosticism. And there's a whole like different version of Gnosticism. I'm not sure if this is like a legit version or not, but it's. It's like the opposite. It's the God of the Old Testament is the real God, and Jesus is the Demiurge. <laughs> well, they got to get their shit sorted.
0: They got to get that sorted out before they start coming out as a full-blown religion. No wonder it didn't catch on.
1: Well, it got, I, like, extremely... Rep- it got uh, suppressed very quickly uh, at the Council I kinda of liked the
0: I kind of liked where they were going with that, though. It
1: makes more it sense It is pretty cool, me. eh? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Demiurge. Um well, if you compare like the the god of the Old Testament is uh like totally the opposite, right? From the god of the New Testament. Yeah, so that's
0: what I'm saying is that this guy had like it's almost like he got he found God. <laughs> it's like it's like God found religion. You know what I mean? Like he was just the sinner in the Old Testament and then uh in the New Testament he he was enlightened like he you know had a heroic dose of space mushrooms or something
1: (laughs) yeah it's uh it's really it's really interesting like i was thinking about it like because i I can totally get how they would say like oh the god of the old testament was evil and tricking everybody Mm -hmm. um, because he seems like such an asshole telling people to go kill all the other tribes and stuff like that um but but i was wondering like okay how could it be the opposite that no 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 actually jesus is the the demiurge tricking us um and i thought maybe one reason it could be that jesus is the demiurge is because jesus is all about like uh uh, just submit to the earthly authorities you know follow caesar's rules god's in heaven will take care of you later Mm -hmm. Um, just behave yourselves while you're here on earth um that kind of thing be meek, the meek will inherit the earth, okay, you want you want to inherit the earth be meek don't don't be don't try to be strong, be meek, um, and it's like a slave, like Nietzsche would say like a slave mentality,
0: God Jesus got that slave mentality, <laughs> <laughs> be nice to each other, love everyone, love your neighbor as you love yourself. it's all. A loser that's something a loser would say <laughs> <laughs>
1: right compassion just be nice turn the other cheek turn the yeah. other cheek
0: that's what trump is much more like the god of the old testament he's an old testament god
1: mm, fire and brimstone
0: yeah well yeah. kind of uh, he's,
1: he's more like a like a i don't know i don't i see him more as just a pay me just who's gonna pay me <laughs> yeah that's true He's, he's going to pay me and that. kiss my ass. <laughs> Do
0: you think he's less rich or more rich now than he was before he got elected the first time? Oh, he's,
1: he's out of cash. <laughs> so he's, He has no cash. So he's, he's lost all he has money. are his assets. Yeah.
0: He lost his money being He graduated. lost money.
1: Uh-huh. He, not only is he out of cash, but his over-evaluations of all his properties have been exposed.
0: So now he won't even be able to do business in New York anyways, right?
1: We'll see. We'll see. The The verdict still has to come out, but the verdict is going to be brutal and it's going to be even worse because he potentially committed uh, an additional $40 million tax evasion that they found out when they were doing this. Uh, oh my God. So he, uh, man, how do I relate that to philosophy of religion? Um. He better have some sort of crazy religious experience soon and come, have a come to Jesus moment and ask for forgiveness from everybody.
0: Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I mean you, that would, he would lose his base, which is the only thing that gives him any self worth at this point. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to happen. It would be cool. Yeah. Though. It would be cool if he showed up, showed up on TV tomorrow and was like, whoa, Whoa, uh, Whoa! my drink got spiked last night. He's got an Australian <laughs> accent now for some reason. <laughs> yeah.
1: Went to Burning Man with Owen Wilson. And <laughs> all I could say is, wow.
0: <laughs> he comes back his first presidential speech when he's back. We're all like one thing, Matt. Like everything is just one. Like, why are we fighting? We're all
1: one. I used to say America first, but now I think humanity first can we get can we do that humanity first do we like that humanity first.
0: (laughs) it's a good impression (laughs) i'm so bad at impressions and accents i wish i was good (laughs) make humanity great again i'd be good
1: man crazy parallel universe
0: yeah um okay (laughs) yeah that's the last thing is we have an email to listen to oh okay at the end of this Um, just just one save us like five minutes or
1: whatever okay yeah so we can do do this really quickly uh and that is the final thing which is religious experiences should these have any weight should we should we grant these any weight for whether or not we can give credence to god existing or not existing or? Or anything like that. Um, Like a burning bush kind of thing. Can we... Or the sign of Noah.
0: What was the sign of Noah? Um, Rainbow?
1: The whale thing, I guess. Maybe.
0: The whale thing?
1: He gets saved from the whale, right?
0: You're thinking
1: Jonah. Oh, Jonah. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry, (laughs) sorry. I misquoted the the scripture, actually. The sign of Jonah. That's what it's supposed to be. Oh.
0: Um... I th- here's the thing is that I know, like, you can have incredibly spiritual experiences without the need of religion, mm-hmm. which are basically your brain is doing something for you. So it's, the other, it's, uh, it's that thing where if it's e- easily explained with natural causes, then that's probably what happened. So why do we need to attribute it to anything else?
1: Yeah, you're you're taking like an Occam's razor approach basically.
0: That's right. Occam's razor.
1: Yep, I like that. Um what if it's like an extremely specific religious experience like a burning bush thing coming to Moses like you have to lead your people out of Egypt, that kind of thing.
0: If it was that intense and that visceral, I would definitely still I would seek psychiatric evaluation first and foremost i'd be like if if i had that experience and then they scan my brain and there's a huge tumor in there like yeah that's probably what happened right so i would i'd rule out the other possibilities first and even then i would still be leaning towards it was a waking dream of some sort
1: Mm -hmm. yeah very fair all right i guess that's it uh we can do the email
0: Okay. Also, I sp- uh, this is a side note. Shout out to Zach. Zach, if you're listening, I spoke to Zach on the phone the other day.
1: Whoa.
0: I told him about the What's podcast. What's his number? Oh, tell um, me off air. Don't want to get <laughs> swarmed by the words? <laughs> I'll text you his number after, but he said he listened to our 100th episode. He really liked it. So if you're listening okay, to this okay. episode, Zach, we're glad you're listening. Um, Let's see. Okay. Let's go to the email. Email, email. Checking the email. Um, all right. Anonymous entry. Uh, I know who they are, but they don't want to be named. <laughs> <today. laughs> hey, TPS podcast. Wondering if you guys could do an episode on narcissism or narcissists. Popular conceptions or misconceptions about what it is. Maybe discuss fears and motivations or whether or not they've lost a piece of their humanity with their inability to experience empathy towards others. Perhaps mention the Greek myth of narcissists, where the term originated. Could also discuss covert versus overt narcissism. Also, I think we can all agree that Sam is definitely a narcissist. I think that was supposed to be a little tongue-in-cheek there.
1: Yeah? Yeah, I like that topic. <laughs> I like that topic. Should um, we try
0: and answer that now, or should we do that as a full episode? Because it, it is—I don't know the difference between covert or overt. I don't know about the Greek myth of narcissists. Never heard of that.
1: Well, let's do a philosophy of psychology, and we can include narcissism. Okay, you don't want to the philosophy of psychology is awesome, but I don't All know right. if we could do a full hour on narcissism. I was following this. I could do a full uh, hour on how great I am, but I can't do a full <laughs> hour on ours. <laughs>
0: Let me just do a full hour of a narcissist talking about themselves. I'll give That's a, a Trump, Trump rally. rally. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours. <laughs> his his speeches are like straight up. If I didn't if I just got teleported here from 2009, I would think that they were all sketches from half setup. the time. <laughs> half the time
1: he's talking like Obama's still the president. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is improving up there when he's yeah. just going he just
1: off. he loves saying obama i think he just loves to say obama's name obama <laughs> obama,
0: <laughs> obama. He, and the way his like salesmanship and the performance aspect of it where he's like really hamming it up is like that's not what you want your president to be like like a sideshow character <laughs> anyways
1: uh. He, he think, feeds off the crowd.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, he's got to be a diagnosed narcissist.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's right? like textbook textbook. Yeah. yeah.
0: Although I did find this TikTok account before I deleted TikTok because it was turning my brain to mush uh, of this guy. And the videos were just him sketching. He was really good at drawing. And he was talking about he was a narcissist, like diagnosed narcissist and psychopath or something. He had like some crazy diagnosis where he was a narcissist and psychopath or whatever, all these things. And he was t- discussing the differences between all the terminologies of these different types of narcissism and sociopathy and psychopathy. And he's very, very intelligent. He doesn't he's he said he's a di- he's like a clinically diagnosed narcissist, but he doesn't talk about. He doesn't say anything that would indicate that he just sounds like a very matter of fact guy discussing these diagnoses and their their uh, definitions and answering questions and he's just drawing the whole time he's drawing he draws the same thing over and over again it's these like these ca- characters getting attacked by a giant fruit or they're attacking giant fruit I think okay so like giant pears and then they're like it's like a huge canvas of these men and these giant pear I don't know
1: Anyways. there's a side uh, cartoon about cavemen killing a it's like a fireside cartoon where these cavemen kill a giant watermelon. They're like dancing or on the watermelon with their spears.
0: Really. <laughs> but what was surprising to me was this guy didn't seem like he had anything wrong with him or he, I would just expect a narcissist could just would just compulsively talk about how good they are all the time. But this guy didn't do that. And he's also apparently a psychopath. And he was like talking about how, he thinks about things as a psychopath, which I thought was something that they didn't have that type of, you know, uh, objective introspection.
1: He could just be such a narcissist that he believes he's a psychopath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have to go back to his channel and find it. It could be like
1: it. a star seed kind of thing, except instead of thinking he's a star seed, he thinks he's a psychopath.
0: Well, he often That's talks why. about how he actually has these, these diagnoses. Like okay, yeah. clinically yeah. diagnosed by uh, psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, yeah, maybe he's one of these st- you we you got it. have you watched any of these Starseed YouTube people yet i highly recommend anyone listening to this to take a moment of their day and go look up and draw a star scene uh, how do i know if i am one? Uh,
1: this is this is counter <laughs> this is counter intel against the ufo movement yeah. this is this is nonsense that is used to to uh, discredit and ridicule a illegitimate a field
0: oh so the star seeds <laughs> are here to disrupt the uh disclosure events that are impending
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's textbook, textbook, air force, uh, operation, blue book. Yeah. Well,
0: they they certainly aren't using the best and brightest to make these videos. It's (laughs) the most starry eyed, whimsical fucks you've ever seen in your life. That's
1: that's the whole point. That's the whole point. (laughs) Pollute, pollute the field with, with cranks and discredit everybody. The my
0: favorite thing is no matter which of these videos you pick, you pick every single comment is going to be about how they're just realized the person commenting is also realizing they're actually from the Andromeda Galaxy as well. What are the chances every single person commenting is a starseed?
1: Zeta Reticuli, anyone? Zeta Reticuli?
0: <laughs> it's just, it's so funny to me. It's always the most useless people, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, me is definitely a possibility, but that's not what the Starseed thing is.
0: No, the Starseed thing is, is like you got sent here on a mission from a higher civilization, and <laughs> I guess that mission was to start a YouTube channel. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that
1: that is like one of the... That is one of the alien theories, is that uh, humans are... Like we are we are like seated here by like a race that looks like us but is more superior. And I have no issue with that theory. I think yeah. that's
0: you know, I don't know if there's like that's that's
1: the craziest one in my opinion, is that there are aliens who look exactly like us and they like just put us here, seated us here. <laughs> Except for the that's wires the craziest.
0: <laughs> why are we so closely related to apes then? Um
1: that's that's like one of those detailed questions where it gets kind of like oh <laughs>
0: the very next question is oh, I <laughs> lost in the weeds here.
1: <laughs> well, well, it would, it would be that like, I don't know. They'd be like genetic engineers or something. And they would, I don't know. There's some blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> explanation for it. But
0: I've yet to find a conspiracy theory of this scale. That is, there's no simple explanation to prove otherwise.
1: No, I mean, my, my favorite, my favorite one is that, uh, is that there the the conspiracy is just to conceal nobody knows what the fuck is going on?
0: Well, I mean that's in a lot of ways no one does know what's going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I But just it's hope- that the the concealing that something is going on would also be part of the conspiracy. Oh. Well, what's going on do you think? But then the the counter intel is that, like, oh actually the US we got one and we reverse engineered it and we have anti gravity craft, so Watch out Russia, watch out China. We'll fuck you up with our woo-woo. Just show us it. Just show us one video that isn't
0: shrouded in mystery. Just show us one piece of technology that would below, that would prove that alien tech is on our planet. Just give us one. Yeah. It's not like we can even believe our own eyes now with AI.
1: It's, it's going to be ridiculous a couple of years coming up. Yeah, I think, I think, really, like, I think even a good video is not the proof that people need. I think people need, like, a uh, whole of government announcement kind of thing. Like, the entire, we need multiple governments. You need, you need the president saying, like, you need the president of the not United States. Pres- not this president, not either of there.
0: the presidents that are about to be president, okay? Yeah, Neither either of, of them. Guys, no. Joe Biden's
1: okay. like, hey, here's the deal, okay? Here's the deal. <laughs> no one's going to believe
0: <laughs> these guys.
1: What <One laughs> them in, why- back in 1950, when i was already 300 years old here's the deal
0: (laughs) one guy's brain has is looking like swiss cheese already and the other guy his tells 90 percent lies as it is
1: i wonder how much lead is in mcdonald's food like is it like built up in his bloodstream over time or something
0: (laughs) (laughs) both of them if they both died before our election i think we'll be better off um no ill I will it towards could uh Biden, but <laughs>
1: what? It could still be uh they could still both not make it, and it'll be uh Nikki Haley versus Kamala.
0: Sure. Let's run I'd way rather run that than what we're about to do.
1: That would be a great election, honestly. I would That'd way
0: rather have that election coming up Man. than the one yeah. that we have coming up.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh well, everybody. <laughs> Trying to just keep that, just keep that asshole clenched until 2025. That's all we can do. Mm -hmm. That's our episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.